Is the concept of magic particularly sympathetic to the queer community and the differently abled people? Since pagan witchcraft appears to be popular among this demographic, I wondered, is there a particular element underlying magic which lures those on the fringe of society to explore the fringe of reality? Let's find out. I'm Angela and welcome to my symposium. I'm a university lecturer and a researcher and this is your online resource for the academic study of magic and magic practicing religions and traditions. Today's video will investigate how come people who belong to the LGBTQ plus community or those who live with physical or mental disabilities appear to be drawn to the practice of magic. This video's content is based on a paper I delivered this week at the conference of the American Academy of Religion in the Contemporary Pagan Studies Unit. But now let's move on to the topic, shall we? In a normative society, that which breaks the norm becomes the other. The other can be someone who does not fit the heteronormativity, the widespread view that gender is binary, or someone living in a body with impairing disabilities. The other is also what does not fit the dominant religious system, the majoritarian worldview, and the belief system held by most and thence considered the truth. The practice of magic is also other, other than what is deemed to be religious or real, and other from what is believed to be possible according to the widespread positivistic worldview. We have therefore an actor living outside norm and an action that breaks the norm both operating at the margins of society. Or so it used to be. But is there anything about magic and what it brings to the table that helps outsiders pierce through those margins and find their place within society? Since the 1960s, the United States of America have seen a resurgence of the witch reinterpreted as a feminist icon. This was made quite plain when the American feminist movement chose which Women's International Conspiracy from Hell as the acronym to their name. We find an echo and a link of this association in contemporary pop culture, as the TV show Chilling Adventures of Sabrina adopts the acronym WICCA for the Women's Intersectional Cultural and Creative Association as well as in the new Charmed, which features a lesbian gender studies scholar in a leading role. These new formulations of the witch were based on the second wave feminist sense of urgency to construct a political we while creating a common identification with the historical oppression of women. Such a trend fostered the spreading of Wicca, finding a fertile environment among the women's and gay liberation movements, seeking spiritual liberation from the Christian hegemony. Later on, feminist forms of witchcraft were born, 
to overcome what they perceived to be an existing patriarchal system which had in world religions devalued and denied women's religious experience. Is this, however, the only reason as to why magic is so popular among certain demographics? Or might there be another underlying aspect to magic which lures those on the fringe of society to the fringe of reality? My fieldwork in Italy, among Italian pagans, has shown quite clearly that among those who identify as pagans, Wiccans and neo-pagans, an overwhelming majority belongs to the LGBTQ community. I will now proceed on arguing that the practice of magic on the part of pagans entails an element or multiple ones which appear to be sympathetic to the worldview held by this demographic. As Greenwood points out, feminist witchcraft has in common with all magical cosmologies a holistic philosophy as the symbol of the goddess unites the individual with the universe, being both macrocosm and microcosm. A holistic view of reality is easily translatable to an inclusivist approach in society, starting with a newly rediscovered divine feminine, to then move on to regaining the sacredness of different sexual orientations and gender identifications. Roundtree also highlights that magic becomes an expression of a much wider trend that is challenging the dominator model, which has framed social relations with regard to gender, ethnicity, age, class and other social distinctions, as well as human relationships with the rest of the natural world. Notably, Ernesto De Martino argues that magic represents a way to solve the crisis of presence. This crisis occurs when the agency of the individual is threatened by a weakened subject-object dichotomy. Consequently, the subject goes from being acting to being acted upon, from holding an intentional agency to an intentioned one. The person is not the active agent anymore, but rather a word's echo. And what are these minorities reduced to, if not a word's echo? Magic, on the other hand, gives agency back to these people, resolving their crisis of presence in the world and reaffirming their existence as an acting agent. In some traditions and cultures, such outliers are even deemed to stand in a favorable position when it comes to engaging with magic. It is not uncommon, in fact, that religious phenomena which involve magic, such as folk witchcraft and shamanism, encompass the belief that there is an inclination towards magic on the part of those who manifest features which set them apart from the societal norm. These elements may and do include gender fluidity, physical and mental infirmities. During my fieldwork in Argentina in 2019, a Mapuche shaman explained that liminality is the ground field of magic, and certain individuals who inhabit the thresholds of our shared reality 
could be more inclined to access that liminal state as they embody liminality in our society. The unseen power of magic becomes then a tool for those who are unseen in society to get their visibility back, to be seen through the unseen, so to speak. I here endorse the conceptualization of magic proposed by Bernd Christian Otto, who advocates learn magic, meaning the kind of magic that practitioners learn how to perform, to be viewed as a floating signifier. For magic is deemed to have no intrinsic meaning in itself, and develops one only in relation to certain contexts, historical backgrounds and communities. Thus, I wondered, what is the floating significance that the Italian pagan community attributes to the word magic? Let's see what emerged from their discourses. Magic is connection to nature, not the normative definition of nature. Magic is employing and manipulating the hidden forces to affect changes in one's reality, which does not require functioning arms or legs. And the most recurring definition of them all, magic is energy. Energy is not gender dependent, nor is it reliant on someone fitting in within a given society. And it does not even necessitate enabled body. Magic becomes therefore pure potential agency, which utterly disregards the socially privileged and breaks through all the constraints and rules dictated by a patriarchal, heteronormative, able-bodied-oriented society. My conclusory remarks are based on what a pagan priest from Naples told me during an interview in early 2020. Magical practices, they say, go beyond and break down labels and labeling, every limitation dictated by social norms. Magic bears the seed of social and personal empowerment for the minorities in our society, as its trait of combining a profound embedment in nature with a constant leap to what lies beyond, demolishes any framework, social, gender or otherwise, to pierce through into the unknown. Before wrapping up, allow me to introduce to the inner symposium my new patrons thank you so much for pledging to my patron it really allows me to make this free content on youtube and allows our community to grow so my gratitude goes to those who just pledged and those who stay pledged this is it for today's video please let me know in the comment section what do you think about everything that I said, uh, what are your views and perspectives. I, I really look forward to um, knowing what, what you think about it. And if you like this video, smash the like button, subscribe to the channel, activate the notification bell so that you will never miss a new video from me. And as always, stay tuned for all the academic fun. Bye for now. <laughs>